Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 110 and scripture discourse number 191. For our show, we use the Gospel Evangelist Church Sunday Prayer Letter as our script and our outline. And uh, just to let you know what's going on right at the moment, if you're listening, I am in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, I'm in the old part of town. And uh, we have a little studio here in Old uh, Whittier, part of Boulder. Uh, this is a Saturday evening. It's, what time is it? It's uh, right at 7 p.m., what, one minute till 7 p.m. Saturday evening. Uh, it's the day I take off from banner preaching and ministry. I'm the guy who holds that big Jesus sign all over Boulder and several other cities that I go to here in the state of Colorado. And uh, off to my right here, I have a computer running that is running the podcasting software that will be uploaded to the all the different servers and apps that are all over the place that people enjoy, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. There's just uh, tons of different apps that you can get our podcast on. And then in the middle between these two uh, uh, computers is my camera that's rolling and recording this podcast on video, and that will be up on our uh, video channel. You can go to our uh, John C-H-O-Q-U-E uh, after you put in the youtube.com forward slash and then just my name, and it'll pop up there. You can take a look there. If you'd like to subscribe or like or comment or share the videos, I'd appreciate that a lot. It helps the ministry tremendously more than you realize uh, by by uh, interacting with the video uh, through the different mediums that uh, YouTube provides. That tells the YouTube network that we want to push this ministry into the network, uh, something like that. All right, so uh, then right in front of me here is another computer that I have running the Sword Searcher Bible software that I use to write my Sunday prayer letters on. And uh, then I'm also having uh, some hot tea. It's uh, Bigelow's Earl Grey tea. Hallelujah. Mm. It just calms my nerves for some reason. I don't know. I just want to be the best. You know, I want to do my very, very best. I don't like to be sloppy in anything I do. I just want to put the absolute best that I have forward. And so when I do that, I'm pretty much leaning into my comfort zone. And it's almost like I'm leaning, well, actually, I'm leaning outside of my comfort zone. And when you're not comfortable, you become nervous. And But I'm pushing the envelope, I guess you could say. I'm always pushing, pushing the envelope, trying to grow and try to be better at everything that I'm doing. Even though uh, next year I turn 70, uh, I, I think we should all continue to uh, be better at what we do, whatever it is that we're doing. Always be the best in whatever that you're doing. Amen? Because that gives glory to God, especially as a believer. And uh, now that I said that, my first thought is that, but if you're not a believer— if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you're not saved, you're not born again, you don't have the assurance in your heart that if you died tonight that you'd go to heaven, 
you need to pray, Lord Jesus, save me. Or do what I, I prayed, uh, God, uh, Jesus, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. That's what I pray. I said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. I mean, it's, it's words, yes, words are important, but all too often, it's not just the words that we're saying. It's the belief in your heart. I wanted to believe with all my heart that Jesus was real. I knew there was a God, but that's all I knew. I was raised Catholic, and a lot of Catholics know there is a God. <laughs> and But a lot of us don't know much about who Jesus Christ is, the Son of the living God, who died on the cross and shed his blood for our sins, who washed away that sin that our great parents uh, put upon us so long ago. So uh, anyways... If you're not saved, this would be a great time even before we get into the podcast, before we get into the video, before we get into the Sunday prayer letter. Just pray and uh, pause if you have to and say, Jesus, I want to know you. Jesus, I want to be saved. Jesus, I want to know that I'm born again. I'll, Jesus, I want to know that when I die, when I leave this earth, I'll be with you in heaven. And you pray that by faith, my friend. You don't pray it out of your uh, an understanding or a book that you that you that you read. You don't read a prayer. You don't copy anybody. You don't repeat a prayer after me, and then poof, you're saved. It is comes out of your heart. You believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. You believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, and uh, you know good things happen. When you do that, good things happen when you do that. No doubt about that. All right, so after that, God bless you. Welcome to the family of God. Uh, jump into John 3.16, read all of John, the book of John, then go to the next book, which is Acts, and after that, read Romans. So John, Acts, Romans, beginning with John 3.16. That'll give you a good grounding in, in your new faith, your new walk with the Lord. And if you've been fallen away for for a while and you haven't been with the Lord, uh, you can repent, you can come back like that story about the prodigal son, and you can come back to Jesus and he'll clean you up, he'll put a new ring on your finger, he'll put new garments on you, and you'll have that uh, garment of praise, and you'll know what it feels like to once be saved, to be fallen away, and then to come back into the arms of Jesus. It's an amazing feeling. I personally have never felt that because I've never left Jesus, but uh, many have. Uh, I've just uh, been real fortunate in that area for some reason. Uh, I think that's just a, a gift from God, I suppose. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but uh, I've just never left Jesus. So I've never backslidden or left him at all in any way, shape, or form. All right, so uh, let's all now jump into the Sunday prayer letter and see what we have to, to say here. This is the November 6th Sunday prayer letter. It's titled Revelation chapter 19, and it's produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder in Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel and minister the gifts of the Holy Ghost, all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and to the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. All right, so uh, greetings, my friend. You are truly a miracle. I want you to hear that before I go any further. You truly are a miracle. What do I mean by that? If you ask that question, then you might not know the intricacies of the body and mind and spirit. There is no one like you, my dear friend. No one can compare to 
you. Because there's no one on this planet that is just like you. You are one of a kind, never to be duplicated ever. Why then do so many look at themselves as garbage? Yeah, I know. That is a strong word to use, but please understand that I minister on the street, out in the public, out where the sinners are. Only once a week do I minister in a church filled with believers who are in love with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So from my point of view on life, and uh, from life, my point of view uh, of life, I guess you could say, I see far too many people that look at themselves as not worth the trouble. Look, my friend, you are so valuable that God himself came down from heaven to set you free from the law of sin and death. Yes, to give you, to give to you, to give to you personally the gift of eternal life. My hope is that through the many thousands of hours of intercession in the Spirit for you and for all of man in the city, uh, all of man in the city and state that I live, that you will come to see and understand your worth and your value. Listen, I'm not talking about what this fallen world attempts to tell you, nor am I speaking of what the devil says, never. What I'm communicating here is the fact of the matter that there is only one of you. (laughs) There's only one of you, and there will never, ever be another one of you. Nor have you ever, I mean never, ever, have you existed before. God created you. God gave you life. God loves you. And if he didn't, then what are we both doing here? Let's all pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Dear God, you made us. You created us in your image and likeness. You breathed into us the breath of life. You made us a living soul. You even came down from heaven after our great parents sinned against you, and you gave yourself for us. There is no God like you. Help us, O God, to love you like you love us. Please help us to love you and to never sin against you in any way ever. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your unfathomable love. Amen and amen. Wow. Praise the Lord. (laughs) All right, moving on. Let's continue through the Sunday prayer letter here. So the title of our letter is Revelation chapter 19. Uh, Revelation has uh, 19 has 21 verses. And our conversation or or talk in this letter in our week of preaching, if the Lord will, shall be chapter 19 of Revelation as led by the Holy Ghost. We begin each day at the first verse in chapter Uh, We read slowly and deliberately. We deliver the word of truth clearly with authority and power. We read with the Holy Ghost until he quickens us. And there we teach, being led by the Spirit of God. Let's always remember that we receive our teaching from the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Truth, as the Bible tells us so in the Gospel of St. John, chapters 4 and 5. And I'll read those two verses to you. It's John chapter 14, verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Then in John 15, verse 26, But when the Comforter is come, 
whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. Amen? I hope you understand that. It's really important. Um, So anyways, uh, exercise. This is an exercise in the Spirit. This whole series that we're doing, we're, we're calling it an exercise. And so this exercise is in the Spirit. It's not intended to be easy. Uh, We will learn to be more willing and more obedient as we follow the Spirit and to hear more clearly the voice of the Word of God as we go through the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ. One chapter per week for 22 weeks. Uh, This is week 19 of 22. And yes, I understand there was a couple of weeks in there that we kind of messed up or didn't fulfill. But, uh, you know, we keep on trucking, okay? We just don't quit when things don't go our way. We just... uh, Keep moving on. And as we keep moving on, the Lord keeps working with us. It's very difficult to work with people who sit down and do nothing. I hope you heard that. It's very difficult for God to work with people who sit down and do nothing. So uh, stand up and get busy with the Lord's business. That's, uh, you'll be greatly rewarded. I'm not talking about salvation, okay? You guys who think that every time I talk about work, for some reason, your mind immediately goes to salvation. Salvation and works don't go together. They are two completely separate topics, two separate doctrines, two separate teachings, two separate parts of the Bible. Okay? So, uh, for some reason, churches have got them all entwined, and too many people, too many believers are confused when we talk about salvation and we talk about work. You know, there's a time to go to work, and there's a time to be saved. There's a time to do all kinds of things. And after you're saved, the time is not to get saved. You're already saved. The time now is to go to work for the Lord Jesus Christ. And what do we do as work? Well, uh, what did Jesus do? He went around preaching and teaching that the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is here now. So uh, get out there and start preaching. Just sharing what you can with the Lord, with the people, by the Lord, from the Lord. Amen? So, uh, once again, this is podcast episode number 110. It's Revelation chapter 19, and you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. So for this week, Sunday, November 6, 2022, we're preaching from the King James Bible daily through the week, if the Lord will, and I'm physically able along with filming our street sermons each day of our vi- uh, for our video channel, which is also ministering to a multitude of people. God bless you guys for being here, too. It's just, I just so hope that as you listen or you watch here on the video channel that you are, truly are gaining something uh, that you can place into your own life, into your family, into your ministry that can benefit uh, the kingdom of God. Amen? Um, I just, I, that's a big prayer of mine that, uh, um, it's just a big prayer of mine. Big, the prayer is I want to be good ground. I want you to be good ground because in good ground, good ground produces an abundant harvest. It's really uh, important to be that kind of person and that kind of ministry, that kind of church, because you don't want to be one of the other kind of grounds, you know, the, the rocks and the weeds and all the cares of the world, okay? <laughs> That's really important to understand that. So thank you very much for viewing this Street Message videos. And thank you for sharing, liking, and writing your comments. The comment section of the video channel is something that I personally see 
as a potential type of ministry. Even here, we as a church body uh, pray for the people. Um, uh, I, I think the last week or two, we have been kind of slack in that area, but I want to bring that up again this coming Wednesday to make sure we pray for all the people. But we do pray for them now that I'm thinking about it, We do pray for every soul that is connected in some form or fashion with Gospel Evangelist Church. Yeah, we do stand as a body intercession, uh, but as a body before the Lord interceding for you. It's a, it's a big it's a big part of our ministry. Uh, we have a very large intercessional ministry, and uh, not everyone partakes of that, but uh, uh, those who are called to intercede for souls uh, do partake of it. Amen. So our letter has. Seven parts, one part for each day of the week. Let me just let me get some tea here real quick. Thank you very much. <clears throat> My throat was getting dry because I was getting nervous. <laughs> well, I don't know why, but I just do. <laughs> so our letter has seven parts, one part for each day of the week. Typically, there are different verses for each day of the week. However, in this long series, these 22 weeks plus, uh, we are traveling through the whole book of Revelation. Therefore, each part is in the same chapter because we're taking each week to go through the one chapter. So part one on Sunday, uh, November 6th, will be Revelation 19, 1 through 21. And all the parts, part one all the way to part seven, which is Saturday, November 12th, will be in chapter 19, all 21 verses. So we'll see how that goes. Amen. So in this part of the letter, I actually have uh, the entire chapter uh, written out. So this is Revelation chapter 19, and I'm going to read it from the King James Bible. To me, it's the only Bible that you should be reading and studying and preaching out of. No other Bible you should be using. I understand that a lot of people don't like that and refuse to read anything but something else other than the King James Bible, even though, even though, even though, and I just, I can go on for an hour, even though, dot, dot, dot. So uh, I'm really keen on that because my whole life changed. Uh, my ministry changed. My life changed. My, my thoughts changed. My relationship with God changed. My rela- Everything began to change after several months of being in solely the King James Bible. Uh, understand that I've been a Christian for uh, going on 49 years here pretty soon, and I've been preaching for all of 49 years, uh, 40, 49 years, and um, I've never read, preached, studied, ministered out of the King James until about nine years ago. I know it's hard to believe, right? But nine years ago, things dramatically changed, and they have not stopped, they have not slowed down, and I've just been in a uh, 45 degree trajectory towards heaven uh, on the King James. It's just been really amazing. So, you know, so that's the way it is, right? <laughs> so, Revelation chapter 19, verses 1 through 21, verse 1. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he has judged the great, I'm not going to say that word, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. 
And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his ser servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard a voice, as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, Sorry, I just, I just felt like I just slipped into the spirit for a second there, and I couldn't, I uh, got so emotional because I saw myself there. <clears throat> I love Jesus, guys. I love Jesus. I hope you love Jesus so much that you're willing to do whatever it takes, whatever he tells you to do, because there's nothing like the Lamb of God. <sighs> Sorry, I just... I'm a very emotional man, very tearful man. So uh, the word of God is precious to me, very, very precious to me. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't cut this stuff out. This is just the way it is, you know. I just love Jesus. I am so excited to be with him one day because he's coming. And if you're not ready, when he calls, how sad, how sad. I'm ready this very instant. He can call, and I'm ready. I'm gone. Like a twinkling of an eye. I mean, I'm gone. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Let me get some tea here. So, praise God. <laughs> wow. You know, what we're reading here is real. It's true. It's factual. It is going to happen. And too many of us read the Bible if it's just some fairy tale. And it is, to, but to me, it is real life. Real life. And I take it as so. And I think sometimes I think that's why God has kept me by himself so close all these decades. Because I've always treated the word of God as, as what it is. The living word of God. That Jesus breathed and inspired Man, holy men of God, to write the precious words so that we can read it now. Isn't that just amazing, right? <clears throat> Let's go back to verse 7 here. We're still in Revelation chapter 19, verse 7 for that little 
emotional interruption there. Apologize for that. For those who don't like to be emotional, uh, you know, you're probably not here now anyways. <laughs> so most people click off by now because <laughs> they don't want to put up with somebody uh, like this. I'm not the normal preacher, okay? <laughs> Verse 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife hath made herself ready. Verse 8. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true saints of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou, do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse, and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And the last verse, And the remnant were slain, with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceedeth out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. Amen and amen. So that's chapter 19. Wow, what a great chapter, right? I mean, every chapter has been just phenomenal, phenomenal. Let me interject something here real quick. Uh, when we're reading through this series of Revelation, we're not 
describing and dis- describing and teaching on symbols, the symbology of that are in Revelation, the book of Revelation. What we're doing is simply reading the grandeur, and we're enjoying the words of God that are written in Revelation. We're not here to teach on what this means and what that means and timelines and things like that. We're simply reading it and enjoying it. And because too many believers do not enjoy reading Revelation because they feel like they can't understand it. So the Holy Ghost has directed us to, well, don't understand it. Just simply read it and enjoy what he has written. Amen. So the end of Revelation chapter 19, a short recap here. It's interesting how, as I was rereading through this chapter, I kept thinking that much of it is pointing to praise of our God. Our God is so wonderfully great and mighty and marvelous in an abundance of ways that we at this time are unable to articulate. Yes, we do praise our God, but so often in my own life, I seem to be at a loss for the words that I see in my spirit. I so look forward to the day that this curtain over my heart that restricts much of my communication to God will be lifted, or however the Lord will be doing this, because I know for a fact that our praise, my praise, our praise in heaven will be quite different than here on earth while living in these bodies. This will be a wonderful week of preaching and teaching and healing, all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Let's all pray again in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, there are so many times that we want to say to you how we love you. But all too often, we seem to be at a loss for the words that truthfully describe how we love you. You are so precious and lovely and kind to us. Your mercy and your grace fill us. We desire to be with you, O Lord. We desire to love you truly, yes, very, very truly, with all our heart and soul and glorified body in heaven. We love you, Jesus. Amen. And my, that's the end of my letter. My letter is signed in the uh, salutation in love with Jesus with my initials JC for my name, John Shuck. Below my initials, I have three scriptures, Matthew 1, verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. <laughs> Hallelujah. Luke 23:43 And Jesus said unto him Verily I say unto thee Today shalt thou be with me in paradise And in John 21:15 So when they had dined Jesus saith unto Simon Peter Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me more than these He saith unto him Yea Lord thou knowest that I love thee He saith unto him Feed my lambs. Amen. And amen. Well, there you go, folks. 
Uh, this is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, November 5th, 2022 at uh, 626 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor, Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. You take care.